welcome to another episode of Adam's Corner. I'm your host, Adam Long. I had originally planned to have an interview up this week, but it didn't quite happen due to complicated schedules and all that stuff. But rest assured, we'll get those interviews going again pretty soon. This is an episode I wanted to do anyway. It's a look back at those who we lost in the year 2023. A list of the notables, uh, you know, from film and music and literature and television and maybe even a few political figures as well. So let's get right to it. We're going to do this chronologically starting in January. J. Patrick McNamara, he was an actor who played a lot of military figures and such. Uh, he's in Close Encounters of the Third Kind as uh, the project coordinator. He's also in, uh, uh, he, he plays a uh, private in Steven Spielberg's 1941 as well. He also appeared in uh, the Bill and Ted films, the first two anyway, and uh, he died at the age of 81 in uh, Jefferson, Louisiana. Uh, and then, um, so, mm, let's see, Arthur Duncan was the next one I was going to mention. Arthur Duncan was a tap dancer, most notably known for his appearances on the Lawrence Welk Show. He was in uh, a rarity in that he was one of the first African-American tap dancers that was seen on national television in that uh, those, that period of time. Uh, of course, Lawrence Welk was famously syndicated, most notably in the 70s and the 80s. It was originally a network show, but it, it became syndicated after the network canceled it and became synonymous with Jarrett Hall as their sponsor and whatnot. But uh, Arthur Duncan was a fixture of my youth. Uh, he was 97 years old and died on January the 4th of, uh, I'm assuming, natural causes. Earl Bowen is a veteran character actor, probably best known for his role as criminal psychologist Dr. Peter Silberman in the Terminator series. He also appeared in The Man with Two Brains, Alien Nation, Naked Gun 33 and a Third, The Final Insult, a very familiar face. He was 81, died of lung cancer in Hawaii on January 5th. And Owen, Owen, I'll get that out. Let's try that one more time. Owen Roisman, the legendary cinematographer of such films as The French Connection, The Exorcist, and Network. Uh, he was a frequent collaborator with William Friedkin, who we lost later in the year. We'll get to that one later on. He died at the age of 86 in Encino, California on January the 6th. Uh, legendary cinematographer whose uh, contributions were... Uh, cannot be underestimated. Adam Rich was the child actor known for the TV series Code Red in 1981, but also more notably as uh, one of the siblings in Eight is Enough. And he died of uh, drug-related causes, uh, I do believe, uh, on January the 8th in Brentwood, Los Angeles. He had had some substance abuse issues for years and uh, I think they finally caught up with him at the age of 54. Dorothy Tristan was uh, an actress uh, that was uh, a familiar fixture in a lot of 70s cinema. She's in Scarecrow and The Looking Glass from 2015 and Clute from 1971. And she was married to both John D. Hancock and Aram Avakian. Both of those were directors. Uh, she was in, uh, like I said, just a familiar face that you would know. And a, a really interesting resume. Uh, also on the Incredible Hulk television series. Um, just, like I said, a, lo a lot of notable appearances. And she uh, died 
uh, on January the 7th of Alzheimer's at the age of 88 in LaPorte, Indiana. Russell Banks was the writer of the film, the screenplay for the film The Sweet Hereafter, but also uh, he was a noted novelist, and he died on January the 7th, 2023, uh, of cancer in Saratoga Springs, New York. Melinda Dillon was the actress that came to prominence with her role uh, in, also in Steven Spielberg's Close Encounters of the Third Kind. We just mentioned J. Patrick McNamara, who appeared in that film as well. And uh, Melinda Dillon, of course, notably in the film, as uh, whose son in the film, uh, played by Carrie Guffey, is abducted by aliens, and she forms a bond with the character played by Richard Dreyfuss in the film, uh, she's also in Magnolia, P Paul Thomas Anderson's Magnolia, a, a really, really meaty role in that film. But she probably will best be remembered for her role as the mother in A Christmas Story from 1983. She was 83 years old, and I, I think she died of natural causes on January the 9th. Jeff Beck was a legendary musician, guitarist, and uh, he died on 78, at the age of 78, on January the 10th, of bacterial meningitis in East Sussex, England. Yeah, and a sad loss there. Uh, the actress Carol Cook, who's in 16 Candles and was on The Lucy Show in the 60s, and Here's Lucy as well, and many other shows like Magnum P.I. and Dynasty. Uh, Lucille Ball took her on as a protege. And she died at the age of 98 on January the 11th in Beverly Hills. Lisa Marie Presley was the only offspring of the legendary king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley, of course. She was also married to Michael Jackson at one point, as we all know. She died of cardiac arrest and bowel obstruction in Los Angeles at the age of 54, just a few days after appearing at the Golden Globes ceremony. Uh, to promote the uh, uh, the film about her father that was nominated for some awards. She was there to support uh, the actor who played her father in the film. And that was a really sad and unexpected loss. Um, Gina Lola Brigida was, uh, at one point, considered to be the most beautiful woman in the world. And she was uh, an actress who p appeared in, uh, you know, she was Italian descent, of course, but appeared in many films in the 60s, uh, The Hunchback of Notre Dame in the 50s, and Solomon and Sheba, Buena Sera, Miss Campbell, and Come September in the 60s. And uh, she was well into her 90s. She actually appeared, you know, in some TV series like The Love Boat, Falcon, Falcon Crest, and some things, uh, shows of, of that ilk. She was 95 and died January 16th in Rome, Italy. And Edward R. Pressman was a legendary producer of such films as The Crow and worked with Oliver Stone, producing some of his early films. Uh, also worked with Brian De Palma, producing such films as, uh, as uh, Phantom of the Paradise and Sisters. And also he uh, produced American Psycho, the adaptation of the Bret Easton Ellis novel. He was... Uh, uh, just really had a, an, an amazing resume, 96 credits as a producer, and um, just uh, he died at 79 in Los Angeles uh, on January 17th. And 
David Crosby uh, was most notably known as a musician, of course, of Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Very cantankerous sort, and he had many run-ins with drug-related uh, uh, issues and uh, just health issues related to drug abuse, I, is what I meant to say. And uh, he was uh, just legendary in the business, uh, both music and film. He had a few roles in film, uh, The Limey, Hook, and Backdraft. Uh, he died of, unfortunately, complications of COVID at the age of 81 on January the 19th. Lance Kerwin was a child actor, uh, much like Adam Rich. Uh, they were both popular around the same time. He was known for uh, Enemy Mine and Outbreak. Those were two, uh, that's a 1995 film Outbreak and the 1985 film Enemy Mine. Uh, and a, a TV series called James at 15 was what thrust him into the public eye. But he's most, probably most well known for his appearance in the 1979 television adaptation of Salem's Lot. And uh, married multiple times. He died on January the 24th in San Clemente, California of, uh, I believe, cancer, I think, was uh, what got him. Uh, Cindy Williams from Laverne and Shirley. Uh, she died of an unspecified illness in Los Angeles at the age of 75 on January the 25th. She's also in um, uh, just uh, quite a few notable films. Well, several notable films, let's say, from the 70s. Uh, American Graffiti and The Conversation being two of them. And so uh, just coming a couple of years after the loss of uh, Penny Marshall, who was her co-star on Laverne and Shirley. Robert Dalva was a editor who was um, responsible for editing quite a few notable films. Uh, more, more recently, Captain America, The First Avenger, and Lovelace, uh, the, the film about the... Um, the porn star Linda Lovelace that came out a couple of years ago. Uh, the prize winner of Defiance, Ohio, Jurassic Park 3, October Sky, Raising Cain, and The Black Stallion. Those are a few of his uh, editing credits. And uh, he died of lymphoma at the age of 80 in Marin County, California, January 27th. Lisa Loring was the uh, child actress who was known uh, for playing Wednesday on the television series The Addams Family. She died of a stroke in California at the age of 64 on January the 28th. And uh, the only surviving member of the cast is uh, John Astin, I guess, at this point. He's the only one left. We have Julian Sands, the actor who, uh, of course, was in uh, Room with a View. was uh, the film that really, I guess, thrust him into prominence in, the, uh, in America, anyways. A British actor. Also in Naked Lunch and Warlock and uh, quite a few other things over the years. Uh, he went for a hike and somehow became disoriented or something happened. And anyway, his, he was missing for quite a few months and was, his body was finally recovered uh, in the uh, uh, late summer of 2023. Uh, so he passed away uh, actually in January, but was not found until August of last year. Burt Backrack was the legendary songwriter of course, he contributed songs to quite a few films. The Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid, of course, one of the most notable ones. That's uh, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. But uh, over a thousand different artists have been uh, rumored to have recorded uh, or 
documented rather, not rumored, documented to have recorded Bacharach songs. And uh, he really started his string of hits in the early 60s, uh, although before that he, he wrote the theme from the uh, 1958 film The Blob. Beware of the blob. It creeps and gleeps and leaps and, <laughs> and glides and slides. Um, he died at the age of 94 in Los Angeles, uh, February the 8th, uh, also winning an Oscar for co-writing the theme to uh, um, Arthur, Arthur's theme. And, of course, uh, his uh, song that was a huge hit in the 80s, uh, That's What Friends Are For, that was originally written and performed performed by Rod Stewart, but written by Burt Bacharach, uh, co-written by Burt Bacharach for the film Night Shift. So that was another one of his contributions to film. And, of course, uh, Casino Royale from the, um, uh, from the late 60s, the uh, parody of the James Bond films. And then uh, Lost Horizon was a movie musical that he did with his uh, Hal David, his uh, songwriting partner, that actually split their partnership. Uh, they came to loggerheads over that, I guess you would say. So anyway, Hugh Hudson, the director of the winner for Best Picture for 1981, Chariots of Fire. Uh, Hugh Hudson died at the age of 86 in London on February the 10th. Uh, he had an interesting career. Uh, of course, Chariots of Fire gained, uh, got him a lot of acclaim, of course, and then he followed that up with Greystoke, The Legend of Tarzan, Lord of the Apes, and unfortunately followed that up with a, a huge misfire, Revolution, which starred Al Pacino, and it, uh, Pacino put his career on hold for about four years due to the failure of that film. And uh, after that, it was uh, his career was quite spotty. My Life So Far, Lumiere and Company, and I Dreamed of Africa, and he hadn't directed a film since Finding Altamira in 2016. But, uh, you know, it was an interesting start, but didn't quite end as well as it started for Hugh Hudson as a director, but nevertheless, he left us with a few memorable films. Lynn Berman was a character actor known for Silver Streak, Captain America, and Draw. And he died at the age of 90, February 10th in Los Angeles. Tom Luddy was an actor who was also known as a producer. And he appeared in Invasion of the Body Snatchers, The Secret Garden, and Barfly. He was 79, died of Parkinson's disease in Berkeley, California on February the 13th. Uh, Oliver Wood was a noted cinematographer uh, photographed such films as The Born Ultimatum, The Other Guys, and Morb Morbius from 2022. Uh, there are many other interesting films on his resume as well. Um, yeah, Face Off was one of those. Uh, the Other Guys from 2010. Uh, Step Brothers is another one from 2008. Uh, couple of the uh, one of the Scooby-Doo live action films from the early 2000s Freaky Friday Mighty Joe Young Mr. Holland's Opus Rudy uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey The Adventures of Ford Fairlane and Die Hard 2 um, and going all the way back to 1970 with the Honeymoon Killers so Oliver Wood uh, died of cancer in Hollywood at the age of 80 on February the 13th Raquel Welch the uh, well-known actress, of course, who was no, also known for being difficult at times, 
but she appeared in many, many films and was ob- obviously a pop culture uh, figure that many, many people were, just about everybody was aware of Raquel Welch. I, I don't need to um, reiterate that. But Hanny Calder was one of her films from 1971. The Three Musketeers, of course, from 1973. The not not uh, well-reviewed Myra Breckenridge from 1970. That's uh, considered to be one of the worst films of that decade. But she continued to work up into the uh, the uh, the last decade, really, uh, appearing on such shows as How to Be a Latin Lover and or in the film How to Be a Latin How to Be a Latin Love Lover rather and Date My Dad the TV series and CSI Miami she was uh, appeared in that but uh, yeah there was quite a few uh, appearances that she uh, she <laughs> appeared uncredited even in Naked Gun thirty three and a third. But she was uh, the last of Sheila is another interesting film that she appeared in in 1973, and the Magic Christian from 1969 is is another one. And she died of um, actually, uh, I believe it was uh, Alzheimer's that uh, unfortunately led to her passing on February the 15th at 82 in Los Angeles. Stella Stevens also died of Alzheimer's in Los Angeles at 84 on February the 17th. She was known for many, many films. The Nutty Professor and The Poseidon Adventure. Of course, she's the mother of the actor Andrew Stevens. She had been dealing with Alzheimer's for quite a few years, but uh, Stella Stevens was uh, 84, as as I just mentioned. And George Miller, the director, not the one who directed the uh, Mad Max films, but the one who directed The Man from Snowy River and The NeverEnding Story 2. Uh, he died of at 79 in Melbourne, Australia, of a heart attack on February the 17th. Uh, the Man from Snowy River was quite a successful film in the early 80s, and uh, he was a part of that. Richard Belzer, of course, the uh, stand-up comic and later uh, an actor who was a fixture on the television series Law and Order, Special Victims Unit. And, of course, uh, in the 70s, he appeared in the sketch film The Groove Tube, memorably, I would say. And just uh, you know, a, a well-known um, uh, presence, I guess you would say, for the last several decades. He died uh, of cancer in France at 78 on February the 19th. Walter Myrish, the producer uh, of such films as In the Heat of the Night, The Magnificent Seven, Some Like It Hot, West Side Story, The Great Escape, The Pink Panther. I mean, that's a, that's a legendary career there. He died of natural causes in Los Angeles uh, at 101 on February the 24th. Raquel Browning, who was uh, did the underwater uh, played the creature from the Black Lagoon in the underwater sequences in the Creature from the Black Lagoon film. I I had a chance to meet him once at an autograph sh- show, and he was uh, a really interesting guy who was uh, forthcoming with his interesting stories. He also appeared as uh, did some underwater stuff in the film Thunderball. Died of natural causes in uh, Florida at the age of 93 on February 27th. Tom Sizemore was uh, an actor, of course that. He's most notably known for Saving Private Ryan, but also in Natural Born Killers. And he also appears in True Romance and just many, many, many films that he uh, was uh, will be known for. Black Hawk Down, 
the Relic, Heat, of course, the Michael Mann film Heat, and actually appearing in um, the uh, Cobra Kai television series as well. And he died of an aneurysm, uh, unfortunately, uh, at the way too young age of 61. Uh, he had had substance abuse issues, which may or may not have contributed to that, uh, but uh, he, he died um, on February, oh, I'm sorry, it's uh, March 3rd. On March 3rd, we lost him. Uh, Bert I. Gordon, the director of The Food of the Gods and many other films of its ilk, uh, most of his films, his initials, of course, being B.I.G., and all of his films, I would say most of his films, were about uh, uh, oversized uh, creatures or, or people who had grown to gigantic proportions that were menacing uh, society. The Amazing Colossal Man, the Cyclops, uh, so many of those. He died at the age of 100 in Los Angeles on March 8th. Topal, who was best known for Fiddler on the Roof, but later became a cult fixture from, for, the, for his appearance in the film uh, Flash Gordon in 1980, the Dino De Laurentiis production, and was also in uh, For Your Eyes Only in 1981. He died in Tel Aviv at 87 on March 8th. Robert Blake, of course, the actor who was... Uh, known to generations as uh, the 70s generation uh, that I grew up in as Beretta, but also he was one of the Our Gang members in the 40s at the tail end of the Our Gang cycle when it, was, uh, when it had been sold to MGM from Hal Roach. Uh, of course, he got into some trouble with his was accused of murdering uh, of murder <laughs> and uh there's a whole thing about that that i won't reiterate but he died of heart disease in los angeles he was acquitted of murder i, I should say murder charges 89 years old march 9th he passed away and again a very uh could be difficult at times from what i understand norman steinberg the co-writer of blazing saddles and he also wrote to dr doctor and raising dad 2001 he died uh, March 15th at the age of 83 in Hudson, New York. Uh, he had an interesting list of credits. Uh, in addition to Blazing Saddles, uh, he had a lot of uh, entries from the 70s. Uh, there was uh, the, uh, the TV movie Free to Be You and Me and the uh, Mel Brooks television series When Things Were Rotten. And the Ellen Burstyn show from the uh, mid-80s, he actually contributed to that as well as the uh, TV uh, version of Steel Magnolias. And so uh, Norman Steinberg, uh, he passed away at the age of 91, I'm sorry, 83, as I just said, in Hudson, New York. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, Sharon Acker was an actress who appeared in the film Happy Birthday to Me. She died at the age of 87 in Toronto, Canada, March 16th. Lance Reddick, who was in all four of the John Wick films. Uh, he died of heart disease in Los Angeles at the age of 60 on March 17th. Bill Butler was a famed cinematographer. Uh, he shot such films as One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Grease, 
and Jaws. He died in Los Angeles at the age of 101, April 5th, and he was another uh, person who was tied to the career of William Friedkin. They started out, started out together working at WGN, the television station in Chicago, and Bill Butler actually shot William Friedkin's documentary, The People vs. Paul Crump, which led to his career as a director. Uh, like I said, he had a, a quite an interesting career and so many uh, interesting credits. Uh, he directed uh, was the director of photography on the 2001 horror film, uh, Bill Paxton's directorial debut, Frailty. That was one of his... Uh, the, uh, but he, his career had kind of slowed up in the last... Uh, last 20 years, but yeah, there were uh, there were some interesting entries in his career, and he maintained a uh, a steady presence. Also, a cinematographer on Rocky Three and Rocky Two, and uh, also Damien the Omen Two and Capricorn One and Demon Seed. Those are also films that hold a special place in my heart. So. Bill Butler, the director of photography for many films that we fondly remember, uh, like I said, died of April, at April April fifth at one hundred and one. Uh, Norman Reynolds was an art director and worked on Star Wars, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Superman, Empire of the Sun, and Bicentennial Man. Died at eighty nine on April sixth. Michael Lerner, the uh, actor from most probably most well known from Barton Fink, died at eighty one of a brain seizure in Burbank. Um, he was probably better known as a character actor. He turned up in so many things over the years, uh, and but he's uh, in Barton Fink. He's really got a, 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 a he, that's the one he's probably going to always be remembered for, most notably. But he he actually played Jack Ruby in a television film about uh, Oswald, the um, the uh, the aftermath of the Kennedy assassination called uh, Ruby and Oswald, I believe it was. He also played uh, a May- Mayor Ebert in the Godzilla, from Ni- Godzilla, the Roland Emmerich, Dean Devlin version of Godzilla in 1998. That was supposed to be a, a uh, uh, their, uh, their jive, uh, jab, <laughs> their jab at um, Siskel and Ebert, who famously gave them uh, their films bad reviews. Uh, but yes, he uh, was a very prolific actor who appeared in 183 credits to his name there. So uh, that was uh, Michael Lerner. Joel McCall was an actress who appeared in the 1976 film Grizzly. But she also starred on Broadway as the ingenue in Neil Simon's Barefoot in the Park. I think she played uh, the part that eventually went to Jane Fonda. And uh, also in Star Spangled Girl and... Uh, you know, she was uh, probably more well known for her uh, stage work, but uh, for horror fans, she will always be known as the female lead in Grizzly from 1976. She died April 14th at the age of 83. Barry Humphreys, who was more well known in his uh, career as uh, the character he created, Dame Edna, died of complications from hip surgery in Sydney, Australia, at the age of 89 on April the 22nd. Harry Belafonte, who was a, uh, a folk singer, of course, in uh, Born in Jamaica and the British West Indies, and then went on to a television and film career and 
many other things. Uh, he died of heart failure at the age of 96 on April 25th, and a civil rights activist as well. So many credits to his name and quite a few uh, pop hits to his name, too, yeah, on the music charts. Jerry Springer, who was, uh, of course, the host of the Jerry Springer Show and also appeared in his own film, Ringmaster, which was loosely based on the uh, uh, his um, show, a fictionalized version of his uh, of his show. Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, and uh, Domino from 2005. He died of pancreatic cancer at the age of 79, April 27th. And Patricia Hamilton was an actress who uh, appeared in such films as Avonlea, My Bloody Valentine, and Anne of Green Gables. Uh, she uh, died in... Canada at the age of 86 on April the 30th. John Rowland was an actor who was known for such films as The Object of My Affection, Eyewitness, and Hero at Large. He died uh, of a stroke at age 81 in Miami Beach on May 7th. Rolf Harris was, uh, he was an artist and storyteller who uh, had a little bit of a a uh, checkered career uh, end to his career, rather. Uh, he, there was uh, some scandal that went on about his uh, inappropriate behavior. But he had a top 40 hit in America with Tie Me Kangaroo Down Spot, or Tie Me Kangaroo Down Sport. Sorry about that. Uh, he died at the age of 93 of neck cancer in Bray, England on May 10th. Kenneth Anger, the, exper- Kenneth Anger, the experimental filmmaker, uh, he made many, many uh, experimental films, and he also was famed, famous for pinning the Hollywood Babylon book about scandals and tragedies in Hollywood, uh, many of which were later uh, found out to be uh, not true, that he embellished uh, <laughs> quite a bit in his books. But the pictures were interesting that he had collected and included in the books, so there's that. Anyway, he died in Yucca, Yucca Valley, California, at the age of 96 on May 11th. Barry Newman was an actor who was really in so many things in the 70s, uh, The Lawyer, and uh, the 1971 film Vanishing Point was probably the film that we most know, that we most remember him for. Uh, he was 92 and died of a heart and spine infection in Manhattan, and he was working uh, not until not long before his passing. Helmut Berger was an actor who was... Uh, a German-born film actor and known in a lot of uh, his native Germany as quite no, quite well known there. Not so much in America, but in America, and he had a part in uh, The Godfather Part Three, and uh, there are other things. But like I said, most mostly known as uh, uh, there were some references, and I think in Jackie Brown to him in uh, the Quentin Tarantino film. But yeah, I think Quentin Tarantino was a big fan of him and his work. Uh, he died in Salzburg, Austria, uh, at the age of seventy-eight. On May 18th, Jim Brown, the actor, uh, football player turned actor, uh, originally the uh, uh, he was an African American fullback for the Cleveland Browns, of course, and he first appeared on uh, movie screens in Rio Conchos in 1964, and then many many other films in the 60s and 70s and into the 80s. Uh, he also appeared in Mars Attacks, the uh, uh, Tim Burton film. Uh, he died at the age of 87 in Los Angeles on May 18th. Marlene Clark, who uh, was an actress who starred in Enter the Dragon, uh, she died at age 85 in uh, on May 18th. Ed Ames was uh, part of the Ames Brothers, uh, 
They were sons of Ukrainian Jewish parents, four of nine children. And uh, they, he had some notable appearances on the Johnny Carson show and had a couple of top 40 hits as a solo artist himself. He died of Alzheimer's in Beverly Hills at, nine, at the age of 95 on May 21st. Uh, Lou Palter was an actor who was uh, appeared in Titanic, the 1997 version of Titanic, and he was on The Waltons. Uh, he died of lung cancer at 94 in Los Angeles on May 21st. Tina Turner died on May 24th, and she was, uh, of course, had a career almost 50 years in the music business and appeared as an actress in several films, Tommy and Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. And she died in uh, Zurich. She had had uh, bouts with cancer in years prior, and she was 83, died on May 24th. The father of filmmaker Spike Lee, Bill Lee, is a composer and actor, and he uh, worked, collaborated with his son on Do the Right Thing and Jungle Fever, and She's Got to Have It. And he died on uh, May 24th at the age of 94. George Maharis, the actor from Route 66, uh, and... Um, you know, that that was mostly what he was known for, although he, he would turn up occasionally in films here and there. Uh, he died of hepatitis in Beverly Hills at the age of 94 on May 24th. Domenico Minardo was known as Miko. He was an American record producer and musician. Uh, he was best known for the 1977 space disco version of the Star Wars theme, which went to number one for two weeks. In October of 1977, the single and the album were certified platinum in the U.S., he also uh, was a producer and an arranger. He um, produced the Gloria Gaynor hit Never Can Say Goodbye and Carol Douglas' Doctor's Orders. So he was very active in the early uh, disco scene. And then uh, after the uh, success of his Star Wars disco version, he continued to do that with had some several other charting singles, such as uh, The Wizard of Oz, uh, themes from The Wizard of Oz and themes from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. He continued to make those those kind of things up until the, the mid-80s when he got out of the, the music business. He uh, died of natural causes at his home in Tamarack, Florida, May 26, 2023. Uh, he was 83. Also worth noting about Miko, before I move on, was that as a session musician, he played the trombone with acts like Tommy James, Diana Ross, uh, and uh, as a favor to the, produ- his, the producer and his neighbor, Niall Rogers, he did the trombone solo on the single I'm Coming Out, the number one single uh, by Diana Ross from 1980, which was rare because at that point, post-Big Band era pop records did not have trombone solos, and that one did. So next time you hear I'm Coming Out, just know that's Miko Minardo uh, playing that trumpet, as it were. The comedian Pat Cooper who started his career, first gained uh, notoriety, I guess, in the maybe late 50s, early 60s, but uh, he uh, kind of was forgotten somewhat, I guess you would say, but he then began having appearances on the Howard Stern Show, which thrust him back into the limelight again, and then he wound up getting uh, parts in the, a part in the film Analyze This and uh, becoming more popular than ever, I guess you would say. He died at age 93 in Las Vegas, on the 6th of June, and uh, Khosro Vaziri, who was known as the Iron Sheik, the uh, wrestler, he died in Fayetteville, Georgia of, at 81 on June 7th, 
Uh, he um, he was he was quite uh, debuted under his name in 1973 uh, for the American Wrestling Association, but then changed it to the Iron Sheik shortly thereafter. And uh, so, uh, Pat Robertson, the uh, host of the 700 Club, and also uh, who had a failed presidential run in 1980, died at the age of 93 in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Um, you know, I, I know he was a controversial figure, but nevertheless, he was a notable one, one way or the other. Um, Treat Williams, the actor who appeared in so many great films, and he actually has, uh, I think, something that's coming uh, soon, um, and I just read about it. I can't remember what it was, but uh, anyway, he had quite a career, 132 credits as an actor, uh, just uh, pretty most impressive, I would say, uh, what he uh, he came to prominence in the early nineteen early to mid nineteen seventies. Um, he uh, started out in uh, just going all the way back to nineteen seventy five. Deadly Hero. Uh, he's in Marathon Man as a jogger. Uh, the Eagle has landed, and of course, um, was uh, his career really caught fire when he appeared in Milos Forman's Hair, his adaptation of the Broadway musical Hair in 1979. He got uh, the lead in that film. And then the same year, 1941, the Steven Spielberg film. Uh, of course, he uh, then would go on to uh, a career with such films as Prince of the City, Pursuit of D.B. Cooper. Uh, he played J. Edgar Hoover in a TV movie. He's in the, uh, the revered 1985 indie film Smooth Talk and would just uh, continue working uh, on through the... Uh, as, as the uh, decades rolled on, played Mike Ovitz in The uh, the Late Shift, the 1996 film The Struggles to Take Over the Tonight Show between David Letterman and Jay Leno, of course. So appeared in Mulholland Falls and The Phantom, The Devil's Own. Just like I said, just kept working uh, very steadily, and he unfortunately died in a motorcycle accident. Uh, he was hit by a, a car while on his motorcycle in Albany, New York, at the age of 71, June 12th, Cormac McCarthy, the uh, writer, uh, novelist most notably, but also a screenwriter as well. Uh, quite a few of his uh, books, several of his books, were adapted to film. Uh, the Road in 2009 and No Country for Old Men in 2007. And he wrote an original screenplay in 2013 for The Counselor. Not very well reviewed, but, but uh, it was an original work. Uh, he died of natural causes in Santa Fe, New Mexico at 89 on June 13th. Glenda Jackson, uh, she was a, a really in, had a really interesting career, started working with uh, Ken Russell in the late 60s, uh, and then she got into, uh, became a member of Parliament and known for just really her high intelligence and meticulous approach to her work in so many great films. I, I'm really fond of her in the, um, the 1970s, at a film that Ken Russell did about the life of Tchaikovsky. Uh, and uh, that was uh, The Music Lovers from 1970. And she died of an illness in London at age 87, but she had a long run. She was uh, died on June 15th. Uh, she did. But uh, she had a, a, a really, really interesting career and an in interesting life. Frederick Forrest, the actor who appeared in Apocalypse Now and... Uh, the Conversation, and just uh, One from the Heart. It's another, uh, you know, Francis Ford Coppola film. Just 
so many things that he did. Lonesome Dove, uh, Falling Down. Did I mention that already? If I did, I'm sorry. Uh, the Path to War in 2002. Uh, he kind of slowed down as the years went on. The Rose, he played uh, the uh, male lead in The Rose with uh, um, uh, Bette Midler. Um, and just, uh, just, just a long career. Uh, and the end, the uh, Double Jeopardy is another one. Lassie from the '90s, um, the Music Box from 1989, and even appeared in the uh, TV series 21 Jump Street. Also in Valley Girl, of course, from 1983. It's a cult uh, cult film at this point, I think. Hammett from 1982, and uh, just. Uh, you know, quite a quite a few things there. Even even appeared in Dark Shadows in a small part. Uh, but yeah, Frederick Forrest, uh, he died uh, at the age of 86 on June 23rd in Santa Monica. And um, and Alan Arkin, of course, uh, we we uh, he was one of the big big losses of the year. Academy Award-winning American actor, of course, an acclaimed director, producer, author, singer, composer, died of heart disease in San Marcos, California at age 89 on June 29th. Uh, also the father of actor Adam Arkin. Just an amazing body of work. Uh, 111 credits as an actor, 9 credits as a director. Um, he was uh, working really right up to the end he did provided uh, a voice in minions the rise of Gru, and he was also on the uh, tv series the kaminsky method uh, as late as 2021 but uh he was in the uh, live action remake of dumbo but he's in uh, so many films argo he won an oscar uh, well he, he, uh, i don't think he won the oscar for argo but he's in argo he won the oscar for little miss sunshine uh and he was also in Sunshine Cleaning, no relation. Uh, but during the 70s, he had just, uh, 60s and 70s, yeah, he had an incredible run in such films as The Russians Are Coming, The Russians Are Coming, Wait Until Dark, uh, The Heart is a Lonely Hunter. Uh, he wrote and uh, he also directed Little Murders and starred as a lieutenant in that as well. The Last of the Red Hot Lovers, Freebie and the Bean and uh, directed Fire Sale, uh, and also, of course, uh, starred in one of his most fondly remember, remembered films, The In-Laws, in 1979. So, uh, Adam Arkin, uh, Alan Arkin, rather, um, he died of heart disease, as I said, 89 in June 29th in San Marcos. And that pretty much covers the first half of the year. Uh, I'm going to put up another episode that covers the second half of the year. There's just so many, and uh, it's really hard to get them all done in one episode. So uh, uh, I will be posting another one shortly to uh, remember those we lost in twenty, the second half of 2023. <laughs>